Hot-Blooded Challenger Club podcast with your host, Kyle Von Kubik. That's me and Keith, the Robo-Duke. Ahoy. This month's challenge, Mega Man 2. Mm-mm, I'm excited. Yeah, your favorite. My- Maybe mine. I don't know. We'll see as, as we progress. It might be my favorite as well. Uh, released December 24th. Hey, Merry Christmas. 1988 in Japan. Yeah, any kid who wanted this for uh, Christmas on Christmas morning, man. Your, your parents were not home the night before. No, Christmas probably wasn't a big deal in 88 Japan. I don't think. But Dr. Light's based on Santa Claus. True, true. Kentucky Fried Christmas. That yeah, was happening. So yeah, I think so. Maybe you got your bucket of chicken and your Mega Man 2. Yeah. Hey, did you know this was released by Capcom? I, I You're going to hear their name a lot for the yeah. next year. They're, they're the kings. Yes, yeah. Uh, of Mega Man, especially uh, the action platformer that we'll be discussing chronologically throughout the year. Yeah, more of a running gunner this time, though, as we said in the last episode definitely, last month for Mega Man 1. more of a running gunner. Can't yeah. really categorize it as a running gunner for a Mega Man 1, but Mega Man 2, a lot more action going on. Well, Keith, what is happening in Mega Man 2? Well, Mega Man 2 in the... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Last time on Mega Man... <laughs> Dr. Light was making bots, and then they turned bad because Dr. Wily made them bad. And so uh, House Bot Mega Man had to go out and save the day. Yes. And even at the end of Mega Man 1, it was clear that there was more fighting to be done. Yeah, well, I mean, as, as you mentioned, you know, Dr. Wily bows down and Mega Man stupidly goes, okay, I guess I forgive you. Yeah. Please, I'm sorry. I'm a man of science. <laughs> please, please, just take me overseas to Brazil where I can work for you. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the story this time... Thanks to the efforts of Mega Man, Rockman, yeah. Dr. Wily's uh, mad desires of global domination were stopped. Peace was restored Correct. via fighting. Correct. And Mega Man... The only way to restore peace is by blasting people in the face. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Mega Man, at the end of the game, will always said will always be there to fight for peace. Right. And now that Dr. Wily has created his own eight terrible robots. Yes. Totally the worst. Right. One, apparently, I'm not sure how he's running. He's made of wood, but... <laughs> <laughs> Very eco-friendly. Way ahead yeah. of the curve on that one. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about these ro- uh, robots. In the first game, they were obviously all created for the purpose of, you know, Cutman was built for deforestation. Right. And, you know, Heatman was built actually for... Smelting, right? Smelting or destruction. Down metals. Yeah, 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 you know. Gutsman was a construction worker. Yeah. This time, they're all explicitly made hmm. to fight Mega Man. Right, right. But I feel like a couple of them could also have, have had jobs a, outside yeah, of that. Yeah, like they seem like they were still somewhat created to like do Like fighting like, Mega Man is just like a mood lighting gig for them. You know, we do this on the side, you know. We yeah. fight you on the side, but really I'm a clerk. Yeah, know? really I'm a giant. Flash Man is probably a clerk somewhere because his power up is utterly useless except for 
maybe two or three segments in the game. Yeah. And yeah. and speaking of all these robot masters, yeah. this is the first Mega Man game where in Japan they introduced a contest uh-huh. that you could submit your idea for a robot master. Right. And they were going to pick eight of them to be the eight robot masters. I remember being a child and playing Mega Man 3, which is my first Mega Man, and knowing about other Mega Men titles, Mega Man titles. Yeah. Hearing about Woodman, I was like, did they run out of ideas already? And then to find out that it was children submitting ideas, it's like, oh, clearly it was children submitting ideas. Because after 2, the Robot Masters just get progressively more weird and make absolutely no sense yeah i think even in this one quite a few you're just like i don't crash man being obviously name wise like what was your purpose before this but capcom got 8370 submissions that's a lot of submissions it's a lot for robot masters and they only had to pick eight and obviously the eight they pick were were awesome uh there are some drawings of the other submissions in the version i played on the Mega Man legacy collection yeah that's really cool so if you're not familiar with that uh legacy collection you get to see inafune's sketchbook so you get to see some of the unused enemies and unused bosses and there's like a chainsaw guy and there's variants of water guys and stuff like that it's very cool pump man who had a big faucet head yeah you were very fond of yes uh, who i think evolved into bubble man so i think what it is is the people didn't submit drawings. They just submitted words, name ideas. Yeah. And then he did drawings of all of at least 40 that were submitted. Right. And then they picked the ones out of that them. Cause no I think sense. a few people selected bubble man. Cause there were multiple bubble man drawings. So th- this game sold over 1.5 million copies. Yeah. Now there's a big debate we should address. Right oh, off yeah, the top yeah, yeah. People consider this or Mega Man three to be the best Mega Man of all time. Right. We're doing a ranking system. So we'll see where this ranks of the two games that we played. See yes. number two ranks. Yeah. And as we go, we'll see where it ranks through all 11. But economically speaking, this game sold over 1.5 million copies, which makes it the highest selling Mega Man game of all time. Yeah. And, and the 33rd highest selling Capcom game. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Vault, yeah. Like... Resident Evil, uh, I'm trying to think of Ghost and Goblins, I'm trying to think of other franchises that they've done. It, the, the, the thing is, though, 1.5 million by today's standards, they would find that, like, disappointing. Sure, sure. Which is so messed up. It's that's, like TV ratings now. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, video game ratings, it's it's really bad. I mean, this, this is considered an amazing sale in 1988. Right. The Tomb Raider game made by Square Enix sells about 2 million, and they say they're disappointed in the game. Sure. Sure. Like, it's it's astounding to see that yeah. difference over 30 years. But one of the coolest things I think about this game you pointed out to me I didn't realize mm-hmm. is when you boot up the game and you get that awesome opening crawl that yeah. gives you the story in the year 200X, yada, yeah. yada, yada. The music that's playing is actually the credits of Mega Man 1's One, music. Yeah, so it ties the two together. And then it ramps up into the Mega Man 2 sure. intro music, which I got to say as a kid, mm-hmm. um, if I could have gotten a boner at the age I played this game, <laughs> I probably did. It does. It gets you It gets you hyped. It gets you, it's a great intro. It gets you revved up to, to play some Mega Man. I think it's one of the best. Now, in the U.S. version, uh, on the opening screen, you have a choice between normal and difficult. Uh, in the Japanese version, there isn't that choice. Mm. Their difficult is their normal. And so we have an easy mode and a difficult mode. You did a little bit of research about this. It's my understanding that our mode has Mega Man's default shot do a little bit more damage. Yeah, is enemies. And he does like double damage to a lot of enemies that he normally would only do half to. They mess with uh, a lot of that to make the game a little more 
difficult. So apparently, since we both played on normal, we're chumps. That's fine. At least in the eyes of the Japanese. That's fine. Uh, you could have put Mega Man in a, a pink tutu. I don't care. Like, yeah, I would have been okay with that. That's fine. It's, I just want to get through the game. I will say, as far as difficulty is concerned... Now, I didn't play the difficult mode. I played the normal mode. This game, I came right out of Mega Man 1, defeated Wily, saw the end credits. Hey, there's Roll in this game. What a surprise. <laughs> right into Mega Man 2. And I'm like, I don't know. I'll go after Flash Man. And just knock the whole off of Flash Man <laughs> like it was nothing. And I was like, my God, I love this game because it was so easy. I think I defeated three bosses within 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a satisfying starting game. starting it up. And it was, so, it was such a like relief. Because again, going back to Mega Man 1, it felt like this is the foundation, this is the bare bones, this is the beginnings of something. It's sloppy, it's it's unpolished. Whereas Mega Man 2, again, going back to that, for me, that mother-to-earthbound analogy, this was Mega Man, the ideas of Mega Man 1 done right. Kind of annoyed I didn't think of this on our last episode, but a, a modern comparison to that would be Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Okay, yeah. Which Demon Souls was sort of like they had all the ideas for this game, yeah. but they perfected them in Dark Souls. Sure. They refined them, they made them better. I'm gonna go right out front and say this: the music, while Mega Man One is very good. Yeah. Mega Man Two blows it, it away. It, it destroys it, away. it. Yeah. A lot of people rank Mega Man Two as their favorite soundtrack for the entire series of Mega Man, or all video games even. Yeah. I think there's yeah. some. I mean, I might be someone who says Mega Man Two is the greatest soundtrack in video games of all time. Right. If it weren't for Chrono Trigger, maybe. Yeah. But, I, I think I have a, a few other soundtracks that I would prefer. Actually, I know I do. I have soundtracks that I prefer over Mega Man Two, but I will say. As of what we've played so far, and we haven't just played the two games. but Yeah, we've dabbled in we some dabbled, others. Yeah, but I will say that Mega Man 2 definitely ranks up there as like top three within the series of the best original soundtracks. And it was kind of difficult to find a favorite track out of this assortment of yeah, music. Yeah, a lot easier with the first one. Yeah, this, this is much more complex than the first one and, and atmospheric. Good beats, getting you energized and, again, revved up to just yeah. play some Mega Man and blast some stuff. Because even, like, like I immediately think of uh, the Bubble Man stage, which has a light floatiness to it. Yep. But then it hits you with those hard chords, like, da -na -na, na -na -na, while right. the rest is all very light and sounds bubbly. Yeah. Uh, it fits very well. You got the bubbles and you got the lead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. A lot of this can be accredited to uh, Takashi Tateshi. I hope I'm saying his name right. You're doing better than I could, or brother. Tataishi. Uh, a lot of it is normally credited to him as doing all the music in this game. But the interesting thing at the time is that Capcom, everybody worked really closely mm -hmm. together and they were making a lot of games at the time. Right. So he, along with other people uh, like Manami uh, Matsume, who at the time I believe was working on, um, was that UN Squadron? Okay. Or no, that was Yashihiro Sakaguchi was working on UN Squadron. Basically, they were helping each other out. Right. Oh, I'm stuck on this song. Can you add something to this to help? Oh, you know, so like Manami Matsume actually did part of Airman's theme and then maybe did part of another. It's obviously going to be really hard to find out who did exactly what. Like we discussed in the previous episode for Mega Man 1, it kind of flopped a little bit as far as sales were concerned for Capcom. So the sequel, they got to work on it right away. But it wasn't the main thing they were working on. Yeah, it was like a passion project right. for a lot so, of the so people. People dipped in and out. I guess that collaboration is 
really what built such a, a good, strong soundtrack for the game. Some would say nothing can be built by one person and the best things are built by multiple people. True, true. You know, it, it takes it takes a village. It takes a village to build a Mega Man. It does. This, this game would set up a lot of the tropes that you would come to expect yes. for Mega Man. Yeah, and we Mega did Man, the, <laughs> Mega Man for games. For the Mega Man. Yeah. No, I think that's right. There's, there's yeah. multiples. Mega right. Man X is not rock, technically. No, no. So in this game, we have eight robot masters. Yeah. Rather than six in one. Right. In, in the first Mega Man, you only have six robot masters. This You have eight. You would subsequently see that be the standard. You would see the standard of items being used. Different skills that were not associated with the robot masters that you would get that you could use to navigate the stage and kind of like get around puzzles in different ways. That would be items one through three in this game. And then, you know, Mega Man 3, which we'll talk about next month, was Rush. Rush was a dog that would change into different things and you could use him to get through levels. In this game, you have item one, two, and three. Uh, One being like a a propeller platform you could throw out. I believe you could throw out three at a time. Yes. To work your way up. It's one of the most useful ones for, for certain areas, I think. Then there was option or item two, which was like this rocket skateboard that you know you jump on and just goes straight which makes the game easy mode in some points absolutely and then there are some points where you just have to use that if you don't have that item which you get the items it's not like with the magnet beam where you have to find it in a stage yeah and Mega Man after won. you defeat a certain robot master you get the item so right. you know you have it but the magnet beam was the proto item and the right. item was the proto rush and then there's item number three which is a platform that you throw against the wall and it starts climbing up the wall immediately. So you have to make sure you jump onto it. All of these items are very useful. Later on, you need them to navigate or mitigate the Wily's Fortress. And during the regular game, when you're going through the Robot Masters, you'll use it because like, I just don't want to deal with this portion of the game, whether it's because of a platforming thing or disappearing blocks or, or spikes. You'll use those items, and, and they are pretty handy. This game is exponentially easier than the first game. I think it's just better made. Like I, I don't know. I, I'm telling you, like, like I had, one? A, I, I, and I know um, you got to come in on the back nine uh, while I was playing to yeah, finish up the which game. Was, it, I, I have you to, were getting frustrated it watching was me play. Super fun watching you play. Like I felt like the kid watching his dad. Yeah trying to play the game where yeah. I know this game like In inside and out. and out. It's my favorite. I've loved it since I was a kid. It was the first Mega Man game I ever played. Right. And I played it to death. So watching you play and struggle with it's stuff where I'm like, frustrating. Like, I'm like, what is, he could just give me the controller and this could be over. <laughs> but you wouldn't be a hot-blooded challenger. That's right. If you did. I kept, I kept pushing my way through it. Now, now uh, next month's game might be a different story. Yeah. We, we got in that like uh, hot pass thing with the controller. But yeah, this one, yeah. I wanted to get through it on my own. The back nine, relatively Wily's Fortress was where I started to slow down a bit. Other than that, it was just making sure I had the right item for the right boss. And what's nice about Mega Man 2 is it's not as set in stone what direction you're supposed to go with. Like we talked about Mega Man 1, you could jump around, but really the game wants you to go through a certain pattern to defeat these bosses in this way. So that way you can easily go through these six bosses. Mega Man 2 has at least three bosses we discovered that could just be easily defeated with your default weapon. Now, is that because we were on normal difficulty? Could be, yeah. You know, but it is it is double damage. Enemies' lives are halved in the version we're playing, so... And the game is very giving on one-ups, health, 
power. Yeah, and that's what I mean by better made. When I say better made, I just mean it's the the slope of the challenge is better. It is challenging, but it gives you time to get better at it. Mm-hmm. While like Mega Man 1, you start on the Gutsman stage and it's like, do this trapdoor platform. And you're like, I yeah, just, just started yeah, this game. Right, right. And you're already throwing immediate death at me. Sure. Like that. And in sure. such a difficult area that yeah, I that, think. Yeah, they dropped that trapdoor thing with the platforms in this Yeah, one. none they, of they that. They have in platforms this one. that move on tracks, but none that dump out. Yeah, it's just it, the challenge is better made to be beatable because obviously from watching you. Mm hmm. There is a challenge. Sure, yeah, yeah, I will say that. I've played it enough that I know. Oh, it's not a cakewalk. But it's a good enough challenge that you didn't feel like you were playing it like, oh, this is too easy. You're like... It wasn't playing Kirby in Dreamland. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it was playing Dreamland, but it's... Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is like my go-to as like... That I as much as I like Kirby and as much as I like the game, that's like that's a baby game. Like you're not doing that in this game. No, no, it's still going to be um, running and gunning. There's more enemies in this game as far as little baddies. Yes, which is the one of the biggest improvements I think because yes. yeah, yeah. so many get repeated in that first game. There are way more enemies in this game that are specific to the levels and right. you will not see anywhere else in the game. The stages feel like their own individual thing. It's not just some sort of industrial complex with one of 18 robot enemies in your way. Woodman stage has a forest type of gimmick about it and you see that there are bats in the trees and there's rabbit robots hopping on the ground. Hot dogs. The hot dogs coming out, <laughs> big wolves that can blow fire at you. Airman's stage, now you're in the clouds, you're up in the air. Uh, there's a sense of height and also a sense of fearing like you're going to fall off the edge. Yeah, Flashman stage, you're at a uh, discotheque. Flashman is just asking to be defeated. I don't even remember his stage because I flew through it. It's all the flashing colors. I know what it is, and but it was slimy. so easy. He's, he's kind of like the ice guy. Yeah. Because his stage, I think, has a little slide He's to it. He's kind of like Dazzler in that, like, oh, he is a part of the X-Men, but, like, <laughs> nobody really considers him hey, one more of, of the Jubilee. X-Men. Let's give yeah, Dazzler yeah. some credit. Right. Jubilee. Let's no, go. Sure. Jubilee pre-vampire. The only robot master that gave me any sort of challenge would be Crash Man. And really because of his stage. Yes. If you don't have the right power-up to defeat him, he's nearly impossible. To he, moves, he moves faster than Quick Man does, I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Quick I said Man's, that, too. I said, yeah. this dude should be called Quick Man. Yeah. Yeah, Quickman yeah. is not... It, it, Crashman is the hardest guy. Crashman, usually when I've played, I think, especially as a kid, he's the last one I would go to because of the stage. All right, right let's go through, let's go through the, the stages. The robot Masters again. We're going to do this alphabetically, not in the order you're supposed to play them, but just Not supposed. We have a better choice in this one. Exactly. You could do it in this order. I wouldn't recommend it. But no, but you could. I've seen some people online who don't so, need any powers, uh, yeah, so true, like, who true. cares what order? So let's talk about Airman. We touched on him a little bit. His weaknesses, uh, Woodman. You can use leaves to defeat a fan, which it was funny because you were here when I was like, just well, this is a part where we were not looking at any sort of pro strats. We were just trying to figure out how to defeat these enemies in the correct order. Now, you're very familiar with the game, but this was the first time I ever played Mega Man 2. So it came to a point where I'm like, what do leaves defeat? And I had Airman, Heatman, and Crashman left. And I was like, I, nothing, leaves are garbage. <laughs> and so finally, I went to Crashman first and just had my stool pushed in. I think you picked the level and I immediately looked to you and went, you don't have the weapon to beat him. And I knew it was all over. (laughs) So then finally I'm like, I guess I'll go after Airman. And you're like, yeah, because leaves get stuck in the fan. And I was like, I would never think that. (laughs) Never in a million years would I be like, oh yeah, leaves get stuck in a fan. But sure enough, 
that is the weapon to to beat airman with as i described airman's level has a whole air aesthetic about it you're you're jumping from platform to platform there's some layered backgrounds happening where there's clouds in the foreground so you can't exactly see what you're jumping onto next which builds the anxiety of the stage but overall pretty easy to navigate it's not too bad and one of my favorite things about this level is when you immediately start, you're, you're up in the air, you're on a platform, you walk to the side and you don't see anything you can jump to and then this giant horned robot appears, fades in. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I'm like, what am I supposed to... Okay, shoot him. Just keep shooting yeah, him. Yeah, sure, Shoot him, sure, shoot sure. him, shoot him, shoot him. And he wasn't dying. Nothing was happening. Yeah. And it took me a little bit to go, oh, I can jump on him. He's not a boss. He's right. not a boss. He's not an enemy. He just produces those little enemies that you can yeah, kill. the horns. Well, he has the horns and then he shoots little gremlins, but he's a platform. Right. He's a platform and an enemy. As a kid, never would have thought in my dreams that this could be a thing in a game. Yeah. They're then there's the other robot enemies within that stage where they're in the clouds. Yep. And you got to him. And I shot him and I'm thinking that it's going to operate like uh, the magic carpet yeah, yeah. in Super Mario Brothers 2. We keep going back to that game for some reason. Because like, be it's able the to best Mario. Yeah, I'll be able to control this thing. And it's like, nope, I just walked right off the yeah. side of it and fell. Yeah, because they move on their own paths. I like those guys that like Zeus looking, well not Zeus looking, but holding the lightning bolts. Yeah, they throw the bolts, clouds. Yeah. Is cool. And then you shoot them and now those enemies are enemies and a platform too. So they're keeping this whole thing going right. uh, in the stage. And... Wow, that might be one of my favorite stages. I don't know. The more I think about that stage, like the... the Aesthetically, it's a very good looking yeah, stage. Yeah, and the sense of dread as a kid of like, you're going on these platforms and there's clouds in front of it. And I'm like, is there still platform behind this cloud? Yeah, or is right. this a trap and I'm going to fall through right, yeah. to my death? Are they trying to set me Which, up for something? A Mega Man 1 definitely made you feel like that because you would jump down a corridor and just hit spikes. Yeah. You know? Um, not as many gotcha moments in this. And thankfully, they remove the enemies in the corridors. I, we never see that again as far as Mega Man As far game. as we know I so remember, far. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing an enemy in the corridor between yeah, before like, the, boss. You know, the boss. Yes, um, which this solidifies the get to the boss, you hit a door, you go through it, you go down a hall, you go in the next door, you're on the boss. Right, right. We will always have that no more entering from above or below yeah. or anything weird like that. And this would also introduce, uh, again, a lot of the tropes of Mega Man, but when you would get the power up, it would cut to a screen of here's Mega Man, here, here he is changing color, this is the power up you just got. It wasn't just like you picked up a plus sign in the stage and then you're on to the enemy screen yeah it again. doesn't tell you anything tell you anything this at least tells you like this is what you got it doesn't yeah. tell you what it does but at least you're like i got a power up it's going to change me into this color i might even get an item depending on who i just defeated let me check these things out in the next stage yeah and, and airman love the design got that big fan for a mouth i think i'm right. not sure but uh, he he is so I love his big chunky body. Yeah, and I also love that they have in the level what you call reject airman. Yes, yeah, yeah. Who's Which like is air is fan fiend. He's like a box fan. I imagine yeah. he's like a, like he's just like a like he looks like a tubby. He's bear. a tubby guy who's got instead of the fan being his face or his mouth, it's his belly, and he's blowing at you for some reason with his face. He Wally just looks like a goofball. And I feel like maybe he was an iteration of what Airman could have been. At That's, yeah, maybe yeah. it was an early concept. But he's cool, pushes you back, adds some stuff right. you know, to your uh, platforming, making it a little more difficult. Yeah. Really cool level, and you end up with the air shooter at right. the end for defeating Which we Airman. found has multiple uses. Like we thought, oh, yeah. we only use this for uh, Quick Man. 
Crash Man. Crash Man. Sorry, Crash Man. Yeah, right. Crash Man, that was his weakness. Well, I mean, he is the quickest. We said he should be called Quick Man. Yeah. So you're not um, wrong. But what we found out, when Woodman has his leaf shield up, if you if you use that air shot on him, it, like, kills him instantly. Yeah. Like, like you can better hit, than Metal Man. Like, it shoots inside the shield. Right. And all four of the tornadoes hit him at once. Right. Which goes back to what we were saying is, like, you can operate this game in different patterns than the very stringent way of how people will tell you. Because I've never seen... I've always heard Metal Man defeats Woodman. Like, I knew that just by being a kid who grew up in the 80s and 90s. Uh, I never saw that that strategy used before and it actually works better than metal man oh yeah but yeah, only when woodman has that shield up yeah interesting interesting stuff yeah. um uh alphabetically moving on to bubble man. bubble man we're dealing with waterfalls fallen blocks there's frogs there's some underwater happening lots watch of out. spikes lots of spikes sea urchins as See, i call them i never saw them as sea urchins i, I always just... called it sea urchins i like anytime there were spikes super mario world i call them sea urchins i think they were called urchins everything was an urchin because like somehow i found out when you were little if you stepped on an urchin it would just rip up your foot so every spiky thing in the water to me was an urchin. So yeah, underwater you're dealing with uh, these big fish that spew shrimp robots at you. Yeah, the lantern fish. Yeah, another pro strat you can use is uh, if you have Heat Man's shot, you can power up and just annihilate those big fish immediately because they do take a few hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, was always a big hurdle to get over when yeah. I was a kid in that level. Yeah. It's those big lantern fish. Very intimidating. Yeah. Uh, another enemy you'll see is what I <laughs> call the Metroid. Yes! They were to robot jellyfish. But then in research, what did you find out? Yeah, the crazy... They have a weird name. It's like... Oh, here it is. So the name of these enemies is M-445, which, yeah, looks like a little Metroid with little, like... Like a robot Metroid, basically. But what he actually is, is he's a smaller, slower version. I thought when they got smaller, they got faster. Yeah. He's another version of a boss from Mega Man 1. The bubble boss. The bubble boss about. we talked about. Yeah, that you beat with Gutsman. Uh, CWU-01P. So... Already, we're seeing some connective tissue. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're remembering what came before and actually storyline-wise evolving. Putting them together. Yeah, it's so cool. I never knew that as a... I mean, I never would have put that together because I never played Mega Man 1 as a kid, but yeah, I think sure, little, sure. little touches are my favorite thing and stuff. All right, so anyway, we get up to Bubble Man. He's relatively easy to beat. Yeah, Metal Man destroys Yeah, him. you use Metal Man, you pop them bubbles... You get bubble lead. Yeah, it makes sense because you shoot it. It drops down to the ground heavy right. like lead, but it's a lead bubble. Or like you mentioned, lead balloon. It's a little lead balloon, yeah. play on that. I do want to say for as weak as Bubble Man is, I love his goofy design. Like you the can, scuba man, yeah. frog man look. He just looks like a dude in, his mouth. in, in a scuba, a scuba. Yeah, and he's got little flippers on. Like I yeah. think He's like the creature from the Black Lagoon as sure. a robot. You sure. know? That's great. Crash Man. Let's talk about Crash Man. So, uh, most difficult robot master, in my opinion, in the entire game. I think so, too. His stage has a lot of ladders and tellies, which are these battery-looking guys that float. I always saw them as soup cans. They look like cans. They look like batteries to me. They just sort of float and hit you. And they knock you off ladders so you drop down quick. These you'll see again and again in Mega Man titles. Crash Man, his weakness is Air Man. Without that power-up, I didn't see a way to beat him. He was, He's super quick. He's throwing down bombs. If he touches you, you get hurt. He's real difficult. Yeah. I, I save him for last. Yeah, I usually do too. Yeah. Air Man beats him because he leaps up in the air like a freak. Air Man's attack goes up. It only takes like three to four hits. Yeah. And he's done. 
Like he, it's the level that is the big hurdle. You got those birds that drop the little eggs. They right. just break. The little birds pop out. Yeah. You're trying to climb the ladder. You're getting knocked back down a screen or two. You got to climb back up. The enemies reset. You got to do it all over again. Right. I, yeah. His level is the biggest pain in the butt. I'm really hoping we don't get any more giant ladder levels in the future. I'm, I'm sick of ladder levels. It, one and two. Elect Man and now Crash Man. An, yeah, very annoying ladder levels. Do you think levels. we'll have a ladder level in 100%. Three? Is this going to sure. be a running theme? Uh, one through six definitely have ladder levels. I don't know about later titles, but definitely one through six. Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see which robot They're masters. Like, Yo, change the, the color palette on this stage and we'll put it in this one. You know, we'll put it in Pharaoh Man or whatever it might be. Next up, alphabetically, would be Flash Man. Again, this dude is cake. His level's a little bit of a maze, but again, I just blew through it. Blasted him in the face with the regular blaster. His weakness is Metal Blade. You don't need it. Metal Blade is like the most OP weapon in this entire yeah, game. Yeah, it shoots up and diagonal Diagonally. at a 45 degree. Very useful weapon. You also get item three when you defeat Flashman, um, which is the one where... Crawls up the wall. Crawls up the wall's platform. I love that music in that level, though. It's really good song. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's that, also where yeah. they introduce the uh, new... can't remember, the new Sniper Joes and the big purple like walkers. They're in mechs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mech. They're probably called Mech, mech Joe. Joes or whatever. Whatever, but something. it's a sniper Joe and a big walking mech. Yeah, I like it in the noise when he jumps on it. Sounds like a cash register opening mm-hmm. when he hits the ground. Yeah. So you got to avoid those. Uh, much easier to navigate around than the big eyes from Mega Man 1. Oh, yeah, the big eyes were not. But Is big guys like a play on big guys? Big guys, probably, yeah. Ugh. And Flashman would be my recommendation of where to start. Yeah, uh, get the time stopper. Uh, yeah, and then go right into Quick Man because that's his weakness. But we're not there yet. Alphabetically, we're talking about Heat Man. Again, all the tropes of a fire level. You got lava. You got... Uh, you got lava under the level, you under lava, your walking yep, platform. You have fire at. dropping down, magma dropping down, more tellies, lots of jumps. What we call hamburgers, <laughs> which are just the guys who move back and forth on a platform and hit you, but this time they spring up. Yeah, and they have they, little faces in this game. Yeah, they, they, they look now. more like burgers because of their shape. I, they are not colored like a hamburger. They don't have lettuce and tomato on no, them. No, but the, we goof, just call them burgers. the goofy eyes on what top of what looks like a bun just looks like Mayor McCheese or sure. Officer Big Mac. Yeah, it reads like those McDonald's puppets. Yeah, and I think that's what I called them all as a kid, too. Watch like, out for the hamburgers. Watch out for the hamburgers. Watch out for the jumping humpers. Watch out for the hamburgers. <laughs> These are the things we said as kids. Oh, man, do we see any jumping humpers in this? I don't know if there's really jumping humpers in this. There must be. I, I think there's probably let's, let's flea keep bots going. in there. I guarantee. So there is in this, uh, again, going along with what you'd expect from a Mega Man game, in Heat Man stage... There are the disappearing, reappearing block puzzles. I had a little bit of difficulty navigating them because it, it just gets me, uh, it gets my back up because as a kid I had a lot of difficulty with them. Once I just chilled out, I was able to easily navigate through those portions of the stage. I don't even believe, I maybe at one point I used an item. The reason I don't say Heat Man is the hardest stage in the game is because if you have item two, you zip past the hardest part of the level. Oh, that's what I did too. Which is the disappearing yeah. blocks over the pit of lava. Once you know to use item two, why are you going to torture? Torture yourself like Doing that, that sure. to try to jump across that. Now there are other block puzzles you still have to do, some smaller ones before the big, big puzzle over the pit of lava. I don't consider it cheating because you put the item in the game. It's not a password. Yeah. It's not a hack. So it can't be the hardest level because there's right. too easy of a way to get around it. The barrier of entry is much lower. You get up to Heat Man. His biggest thing is that he darts back and forth while he's on fire like a comet and it can hit you. 
But this is another one where if you just jump, like his initial attack, he shoots flames at you. Yeah, he shields himself with fire too. Right. So even if you use bubble lead, you got to hit him when he doesn't have the shield up. Right, and that's his weakness. Even if you don't have that power up, you can just beat him with the buster because his pattern's pretty yeah. recognizable that he darts back and forth and you just have to jump between left to right. And you could just stand in the center of the stage and just turn and shoot each time. Yeah, he has some of the best character design in this game too. Like, yeah, he looks like, like a lighter. Yeah, yeah. and I never cool. got that as a kid. As a kid, yeah. I was just like, why is he in a box? Yeah, like, right. He just looks like he's hiding in a box and does like he's really shy. Sure. <laughs> or something. But uh, the only jumping humpers in this yeah. game are the tiny little frogs on the Bubble Man stage. Oh, okay, yeah, they I would do hop. Them jumping humpers. They're the they're the jumping humpers of this yeah. game. So I'll no say. flea bots in this one. No, no uh, flea. The bots. robots jump. The ro- the rabbits that. But they also robots. they shoot the yeah, carrots they, at you I too, and they them. don't jump as sporadically. Right, where the I, little frog does jump. They're and that's the closest. Only, I don't even think tight. they jump enough to be jumping humpers. <laughs> like they jump. <laughs> what is a jumping humper? Right in, let us know. Yes, what do you consider? What's your favorite jumping jumping humper? humper. Right. Not including your significant other. Oh my goodness. Anyway, (laughs) uh, moving on alphabetically, we're on to Metal Man. Yeah! Introduces conveyor belts. Dropping spikes. Watch out with the dropping spikes because, you know, some platforming games, there'd be a platform with spikes. It would drop down and you could jump over it. Even though it was on a chain, you could jump through the chains. You cannot jump through the chains in this. You will take a hit. It will just, it will mess up your day. You just have to take your time and slowly move past these mm-hmm. dropping platforms of spikes. Use the lessons you learned in Contra. Yeah. And just wait yeah. and get past the, I think they're just called pressers. Yeah, you come up against those quite a few times. And you also come up against these drills, uh, these floating drills that will come from north and south through the ceiling or the floor. I believe they're called moles. Yeah. They're called moles. They look nothing like a mole. No, but they look did, like Crash Man's hand. Yeah, they're annoying because there's just there's so many of them and you got to keep just keep shooting and shooting and shooting. But... It's a great opportunity to farm for health. And I think I got two one-ups yeah, when I was watching in one corridor, which was wild. Yeah, that's I was just like, I can't believe it's just handing out so much uh, energy and power-ups and, and, and uh, life. There's also your favorite. Yeah, I love these Pierre robots. Yeah, so this is like a little jester on top of a gear. Yeah. We talked about this too while we were playing. I'm like, gears, it was like such a big deal. In the 8-bit era, if your video game dealt with gears in some way, whether it be Castlevania or in Mega Man 2, where you saw gears moving in the background, there's gears moving in the foreground, you're jumping on a gear, it's turning, it's moving your character, like... You know, look how advanced we are. We've yeah. got gears in our game. But there's no gears you can jump on in the level. They're kind of in the background. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you look really close, you can actually see Trevor Belmont jumping around uh, back there. No. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, crossover it, we're waiting well, we, to we're Back to my uncle works in Nintendo. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. But uh, it's a secret of the game. Uh, you you can press s- down and you select. You can see Orchid's boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I really love Pierre Robot. Like even as this is my favorite stage, this is my favorite song, this is my favorite Robot Master. I'm gonna say it up front. Right as a kid he had a mask on his face and kind of looked like a ninja Mm. so that was really cool he he throws saw blades but 
And there's another enemy in the game who we've encountered in the Heatman stage named Blocky. Uh-huh. And Blocky yeah. is four different blocks stacked on top of each other, and one of the middle ones has eyes, and he he's kind of like the cactus from Mario 2. Yes. I started looking into these enemies, and apparently Pirobato and Blocky are a comedy duo. Sure. Where Blocky's the funny man and Pure Robot is the straight man. They are comedy robots turned bad. This is stupid. This but it's great. Little touches. <laughs> little touches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun little touches. And, and wait, this is the best part. Which one's the Joker and which one's the straight Yeah, man? Yeah, the Joker's the blocks with the dull yeah, eyes. Yeah, it, it makes no and sense. And the bouncy whatsoever. jester on the gear is the straight man? Yeah. They're just being wise guys. Sure. That's that's just That's, that's a joke right there. That's that, what, yeah. It's a joke in a joke that's yeah. not really much of a joke unless you go look this up on the internet. So Metal Man has a very interesting stage. It's a lot of fun. Uh defeating him. It's pretty easy if you use Quick Man's power up. I yeah, or Buster. Buster works pretty Buster. good against him if you know his pattern. And uh you'll get the most overpowered weapon in the game, which is really nice. Oh, it's so good. So after that, alphabetically, we're talking about Quick Man. This is the most infamous level, in my opinion, for Mega Man. I think a lot of people don't even... Like, they'll think of Mega Man and think of this level, but not really pin it to Mega Man 2. This is the one with the force beams or the power beams, where you have to just memorize the drop-down. We talk about how we use save states or we use rewind to get through the game. You probably could use Rewind for this in, in your Legacy Collection. Yeah. I'm doing this on the NES Classic. So the only thing I can do is save state. You cannot save state your way through the force beams or power beams. You just have to learn the pattern, drop down, and not get hit. It was a moment of frustration for me, but I could not have felt more satisfied with myself once I finally figured it out and got my way through that level because it, it's uh nail biting yeah i mean if you have Flashman, you can use his ability to, to never even thought to do that you can freeze i didn't never tell you that either to do that. you can actually use Flashman oh, to freeze man. the power beams that would have been a lot easier and like mitigate a couple screens maybe not the whole thing but yeah. that's how i got through it as a kid i don't think gotcha, he, i don't gotcha. think it's enough power to get through all of it well, I got through all of it in one shot. Which is my... Because you're a hot-blooded challenger. You don't need to pause is. time. Yeah, no, I'm just dumb and didn't realize <laughs> that I could use the Flashman power-up. Because I'm like, this thing sucks. Because there's times where I would use it and it wouldn't freeze anything. It wouldn't do anything. Like, I get up to a boss and I try to freeze them. Yeah. Like, Crashman. Crashman's like, what are you, you doing, You did asshole? try that. Like, that doesn't yeah. work here. You know? So, yeah, I just had to learn it. And it was, it was very satisfying. Yeah. And, you know, it, it felt like hours were spent. But it was probably only like maybe 15 minutes. So once you get past those force beams or power beams, whatever you want to call those beams, that very difficult segment, and you don't know that you're supposed to use Flashman, yeah. like myself. Well, you don't have to. It just it can make it a lot easier. It's sure. like the items. You can use them. You don't have to, yeah. but it's there for you. Your buddy Sniper Joe and his pals are there right before you have to fight Quick Man. I hate Sniper Joe. Like Sniper Joe, later on Hammer Joe, anything named Joe in Mega Man is just an annoyance. Well, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, Kyle, but we've got a lot of Joes ahead. A of lot us of Joes. I'm telling you, we're gonna get to Mega Man Four, and I'm gonna just <laughs> this podcast is gonna be like, I am fucking sick of Mega Man. I don't want to uh, talk. Yeah. He'll about he'll, Mega he'll Man go back to being green. He's yellow in this one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we will see back to the traditional green for Joe, but. By the time we get to four and five, as I was looking at a Joe list earlier, there's going to be a... Joe Wiki? Yes, Joe Wiki. I was also on Metal Wiki because we're going to see 
a lot of metals the farther this yeah, goes. Yeah, you know what? I don't mind them. They are annoying, like especially their placement. Yeah, but they're in like this the game. mascot. But yeah, you expect them. It, they're the slimes. They're, exactly, 100%. That was a good uh, uh, connection there between yeah. Dragon Quest and the slimes and Mega Man and the metals. Yeah, it's these tropes of what you would expect in a Mega Man game. Anyway, so you get up to Quick Man, and if you use Flash there, he's very easy to defeat. Uh, you give him a couple shots, shots with your blaster, hit Flash Man, he freezes, and then you just watch his health decline. We didn't mention on Mega Man 1 that in the English or the American instruction manual, they're just trying to describe a health bar. But this just goes to show like the vocabulary that has been built up for video games and how we describe video games. Yeah. You know, these are things that like over time people understand, you know, at the time, yeah, maybe shmup is a weird term to use, but everybody understands what a shmup is. You might not use that term, but reading these manuals, reading these old reviews and seeing what descriptors and what vocabulary was available for these people to describe what's in a video game. The manual says the thermos looking uh, <laughs> the thermos looking item at the top of the screen is Mega Man's health. They describe a health bar or health meter as a thermos. Oh my god. Which I think is hilarious. So you can watch Quick Man's thermos deplete after <laughs> using Flash. So Man's that's in the weapon. Japanese one. That's in the American one. Oh. They're trying to tell you what the UI is on the screen, and they're describing his health meter as a thermos. Oh my god. Yeah, Kids, you know what a thermos is, right? Yeah, there's in yeah, the lunchboxes. Looking at the English Mega Man 2 manual. Oh, you, that was in Mega Man 1. Mm-hmm. Well, they obviously, that's why I was confused, because I'm actually, there are two pages hmm. in the manual for Mega Man 2 to explain what your life bar is and what the Jesus. energy bar is right. for your weapons. Right. That actually... Your power meter versus your health bar. Yeah. and, and Your the fun... HP versus your MP. Yep. And it goes... Or your PP. Yes. <laughs> and it goes... <laughs> it goes through those and then actually does have some illustrations of uh, the items, which... You know, I know it's a podcast. It's, it's an audio format, but really go online. Look up the Mega Man 2 manual or the Mega Man 1 manual just to look at the drawing of what a one-up looks like. <laughs> yeah. Because they're... Hey, guys. <laughs> the representation... We're going to have to, like, put this in a footnote It's Mega Man's head, just like the video game, but it's, like, such a goofy off-brand version of Mega Man's head. Yeah. I think it's going to be my new Twitter avatar at some it point. It might be the Mega Man that is represented on the shirt. We'll find out. Ooh. <laughs> no, we can will. put him somewhere it in will, there. Yeah, it will be... I promise it will be a cool-looking Mega Man. It's not going to be anything <laughs> that you're going to be embarrassed the to cool wear. cool-looking Mega Man is Mega Man 1 cover. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I just don't know if the, the general populace does. Nah. Uh, so after you defeat Quick Man, you get the Quick Boomerang, which, again, going back to your Legacy Collection, we saw that there was attempts to bring out a boomerang man yeah. who looked it was quick man it was pretty much quick right man. it could have been someone else suggested the name boomerang man and yeah. they went oh that's a good name and a good idea but quick man's a better name they would go back to that boomerang thing in x or x2 with boomer twanger boomer quanger quanger which is like a bull yeah i think he's x2 okay so he, two he would three. actually be a boomerang enemy yeah. or something. We're not player. covering the X Games in this no. this year, any of these months, but they will definitely be mentioned as we go. I sure. mean, how could we not? Sure. Again, alphabetically, the last Robot Master we're going to talk about is Woodman. Uh, chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Everybody laughs. Ha, 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 ha. We're all kids. He's got wood. Um, we talked about his stage. It's very nature-oriented. You see trees. You see these bats in the trees. You see the, ro- uh, the robot rabbits jumping around. There's ostriches. 
there are wolves that are called hot dogs in the English manual. I'm sure they're not actually called hot dogs in the Japanese manual. But it's a cool level. Yeah, the monkeys. Those wolves are scary. Yeah, the hot dogs. They're, they're big. They take up, you know, a quarter of the screen. And you fight three of them in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Which each one, the area gets a little tighter. Smaller. You got to actually jump to avoid every time you encounter them. It ups the difficulty. Like I said, it's a well-made game with a good challenge. Yeah. That ramps up nicely, so you're not just. It's that design, it the design philosophy of teaching you as you play. Yes. Like here's the enemy, learn the pattern. Now here's the enemy again, and now you know the pattern, but it's a little more difficult to jump out of the way. Yeah. And now here he is again. And this is the most difficult way that you have to mitigate this screen because of the obstructions when you're jumping around. Yeah, and this was another level that when I was little, there's a point where you get. So you walk up, uh, you're going through a path and you got, you know, a background top and then you come out and there's just like a piece of bamboo sticking out over nothing. Mm -hmm. And the way it looked as a kid, it didn't look like I could walk on it. Right. It wasn't solid, full ground. I'm like, I yeah. can't walk on that. Right. It looked like I was just going to jump off. Granted, you do. And those are there. So the Mung Kings, which are really great looking enemies in this yeah. game, uh, jump up and grab on and then swing up to attack you, which yeah. when we get to Mega Man 3, we will see another evolution of an enemy into a newer version, version of that of enemy Where as they well. can literally jump and hang off nothing. Or yes. At least that's what we saw And then times. wait for you to go underneath them. In this, they have a very predictable pattern. They yeah. jump up at a certain time. Obviously, Wiley made some improvements yeah, between two and forward. three, which also our hamburgers are going to get pretty crazy when we get to <laughs> Mega Man 3. Yeah. So you get up to Woodman... And this is one of those enemies where there are multiple options on how to defeat him. Now, yeah, we mentioned earlier how you can use yeah. the Airman if you pull we, off the trick right. Right, Airman was something that we just learned. We both agree that Metal Man is the way to go, but in the manual of the Legacy Collection, they point you towards Fire. Yeah. So that's it. That's the Robot Masters for Mega Man Two. Keith, what was the order that you normally go with with Mega Man Two? Now, normally I do Metal Man first because okay, he's my favorite. Sure. I can beat him. And once you have that power up, it's like it's you can go the any key direction. To the game. Yeah, I could go Woodman. I could go Bubble Man. Normally, I go Bubble Man next. And at that point, it's kind of like anywhere. Like, you go to Flash Man next, get Flash Man, go to Quick Man, get Quick Man next. Right, oh, right. Quick Man, you use on Metal Man. I already have Metal Man. Let's go to Wood Man. I don't know. Like, that's the whole thing. I kind of switch it up every time I go in. This time, I believe I did Metal Man, Bubble Man. I think I did Heat Man, Wood Man, Air Man, Crash Man, Quick Man. I think I actually did it that way a lot of times. I either save Crash or Quick for my last guy. My order was Flash, Quick, Metal, Wood, Crash, learned my lesson real quick, got out of Crash, went to Air, Bubble, Heat, and then Crash. Yeah. So uh, once you defeat all those guys, uh, you're onto Wily's Fortress. Yeah, which is the first Six time... stages now. Yeah, and we get that cool intro animation. Right, which like, we didn't get to see. You get a little bit of a thing. You still get you Wily see... waggling the eyebrows yes. and showing up like he always does. But this, he does that, and then he flies off into the distance towards his Castle Grayskull, yeah. as it were. You don't get to see the the, the, the Skull Castle in, uh, in Mega Man 1. This is the first, again, setting up the tropes you would expect from a Mega Man yeah, game. Yeah, and I remember getting there as a kid and being like there's more stages like, right you right, just right. see like these dots on the screen and it's like oh no yeah uh six stages starting with the top uh stage one you're just navigating through platforms and you have to use all three of your items to get through the stage yeah you climb a big tower where there's a spot where a ladder seems completely out of reach and it is unless and it you is. use these items yep you gotta use them this time i guess the big bad in this level would be that dragon which
which I believe was previewed in every review and preview of this game, because I never played this game, never saw that dragon, but I know that dragon was in this game. Uh, you saw me get up to this dragon, and you're like, oh boy, here it comes. I'm like, tell me it's that goddamn dragon. <laughs> and you're like, it is that dragon. And sure enough, that dragon showed up. He was actually a lot easier than what I expected. Yeah, I want you to know to use quick boomerang on him. He's not too bad. Yeah. And if you're used to jumping in a Mega Man game, yeah, these are, you know, one Mega Man size blocks. But you've already dealt with disappearing ones. And these ones drop off behind you as you right. work your way towards where you'll have your battle, which feels so epic to have a, an enemy chasing behind you. Like, usually you oh, walk yeah. into a room, the enemy shows up. Yeah. When you first started it, you were trying to turn around and, and shoot, shoot him. shoot him, which you can't. You can't no. No, you just you just got to run forward, get to the spot, and then yeah. you get to fight him when his life bar pops. That was up. that was uh, an early example of a set piece in a video game. You know, yeah. like it wasn't just your standard mechanic. It was like here's a little story. You enter this room, you're jumping block to block, and all of a sudden, giant dragon is gonna gobble you up. You better run, and then you get to a point where okay, now you can turn around and attack him. So yeah. that that was cool. The second stage. You use item two to coast past a, a long stretch of spikes. I yep. think that's the only way to get through it. I don't think yeah, there's disappearing Yeah, it makes you do blocks. it. Yep, there is no other way to get across. I always used to think of this like as the sewer level. Uh-huh. Because okay. the water's like a murky green and there's lots of spikes and stuff like that. Yeah. I think this is one that has like the spinning giant hard drives or something going on in the, in the background. background. It may. I know there's a lot the of foreground. leaps of faith. There's more of the drills that come out of the ceiling and the floor. Moles, if you will, where you can farm yep. whatever you may need if you got to fill up your meters. And then you fight what... I call GoBots, which are these crappy little robots that it's two segments of the room that you're in, like two halves of a tile come together and make this little robot. They're called Pico Pico Coon. Yes. And their weakness is bubble lead. Yeah, which I found Pico Pico is apparently some kind of Japanese onomatopoeia. Uh -huh. I'm not sure for what, yeah, but apparently this was a security system, a home security system. Always. Always. That Dr. Light invented and Dr. Wily has now improved upon uh -huh. after seeing it in Dr. Light's home to make it ever more evil. And I know I said earlier, there's no more dropping into robot master battles, but you do drop into this fight. Like the, the oh, boss yeah, yeah, fights yeah. can be set up a little differently than the robot master. So it doesn't, I wasn't wrong. Don't try to correct me. <laughs> but you do drop into this stage and you're like trapped in that space yeah, surrounded you, by you these bits as they come together and the hardest part is knowing when to dodge as these pieces are flying out yeah the wall it, or it has notes of the ye yellow devil but it's not nearly as difficult as yellow devil it, we won't see him again it's fine yeah we will most certainly oh see he's him gone again. he's gone we don't have to but, worry about but him. they operate a little bit like that where you have to watch out for the pieces that are, are being uh, put together to make the little bots I believe you have to kill, let's say, eight of those. It's something like that. It, it, it looks like every block in the wall is going to pop out, but it's right. not all well, of them. It's most. So don't be intimidated. Yeah. Stage three, drops, dirty water. Oh, this is the dirty water This stage. is the dirty water. I'm thinking of, I thought that the stage I mentioned before is this stage. Yeah, and there's these big gray fish that jump out at you as you're trying to jump by if you're too slow. Like, yeah. I remember my first playthrough of this stage, I didn't see the gray fish. Because I was just too quick and then I saw one pop up at the end. But then like replays of that stage because I died. Then I was seeing these big gray fish kind of, you know, chomp at you. Right. Okay. So swap what I said about the last level for this level with the dirty water and the spikes and everything. Yeah. And this was a level that as a kid really freaked me out. Like because those, of the boss or just well, because of the general? fish. Like those. Right. I, I tried to explain this. We were talking before. But it's like the fear of the unknown. Mm -hmm. And as a kid playing a video game, you don't know that like they only programmed this far. 
Sure. You know what I mean? Like, down below that pit, there's nothing there. When you're a child, you're like, this is a magical world. I don't know what's... Yeah, and there's a giant pit down there, and I don't know what's down there, but it's probably nasty and evil. And then you jump over it, and this giant fish with sharp fangs jumps down, like, to get you jumping, to get you to to mess Mess up. up. Like, oh my god, what is that? You know, and all of a sudden, you're you're Play on your fears, if you will. Yes. This game does a good job of that. It definitely did when I was a kid. Coolest boss in Wily's Fortress would have to be Guts Dozer. Yeah. Only because it's a cool nod to the first one. Yeah, another evolution of a character. Giant sprite. Takes up the entire screen. Bigger than Yellow Devil, I believe. Easier than Yellow Devil to mitigate. We watched some pro strats. You were aware that you could jump onto the tank portion yeah, of Guts Dozer. Of I can't remember if I did or not. You think I did jump I think on you it. may have. I mean, he's cool because he pop, keeps popping out little... Is it Metals keep coming out of him? Or? Yeah, he does that. He has yeah. a shot, too. You use uh, Quick Man's shot, the boomerangs, and you can ice him off pretty quickly. Yeah, but it's, once again, in the same way that boss from the first game evolved into an enemy in this game yeah we now have a robot master in the first game evolving into a wily stage boss and i, I think we're gonna really see a, we, i know we're gonna see more of this but i think we're gonna see more of this than i expect sure sure with yeah there's a, a new iteration of something from the past yeah stage four is more or less just fake floors it's so- yeah castlevania too uh-huh okay yeah there's definitely a few spots of that of the the no holes no war like holes with no warning just fake platforms right so the way you get around this is by using your items so you don't have to deal with falling through a platform into spikes because that's really just the big gotcha moment on this that, level that was actually really great you were traversing the level and you fell through a couple of them without spikes you're like oh gee and then we got up where you could see the spikes and a platform over it and you were just like nah you just said i remember you just said fuck this and you threw down the number two jet jumped on it and just flew across like yeah. I'm not even dealing with this. Yeah. There's a reason you guys gave me this. And that's the thing with the game is, I know I've said before, it's not cheating, but the whole point of those is you only have so much energy. You can yeah. only use them so many times. Right. If you used it too much before, you're not going to be able to use it now. If you don't have to use a game genie or put in a code or do even a, a glitch thing like the, the pause mechanic, it ain't cheating. Yeah. It's just using the tools that they gave you. Now, granted, again, we played on normal settings, so we're big babies. Yeah, we, we, have, we have our baby bonnets on and our yeah. pacifiers. Yeah, and we save scum a little bit. Oh, I mean, yeah. Not so much with this one, but with one, I really needed it. I definitely saved scum a lot less in this game For than sure. I did with the first, than the first you one. You got through this. You got through a couple of these levels pretty easily like, I, in it's fact it got to the point game. where i was forgetting to save state and then i was regretting it immediately yeah it's just a kinder better game yeah um there's also sniper joes in their mechs outside their mechs they're pain in the balls but you just mitigate them and get through it uh finally the boss in this stage is probably the most frustrating and that's what kind of led us down the path of watching pro strats and reading the FAQs because we were just like, this makes no sense. So there's these things called boo beams. They look like the spread shot you'd see in any other game or any other stage it's in like Mega Man. It's a little Man. dome. It's almost like right. a, a, what do you call that? Like a siren The screw light? bomb. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks like that. Uh, they all fire at once towards your direction. There, There's a set number of them. There are five of them. Okay. Because you only get seven shots out of Crash Man's weapon. Right. And you need to use a few of those to break down you walls. You need to use two to break two walls to get to two of them. Right. The other three, you don't need to break any walls. Right, so it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle room. Yeah, which is Mega only, Man. There's only one solution to solve that puzzle, which again, yes, go, it's counterintuitive to Mega Man. Yeah. Mega Man is all about freedom or experimentation. We talked about Woodman. There's three different weapons that can kill him. Most baddies in the game can get iced by Metal Man, even though that's not technically their weakness. 
here's a very uh, stringent solution to a, a very like set puzzle. Feels out of place. Yeah, and it's not fun. It's not cool. I I was more than happy to read the the wiki or the or the FAQ just to get out of there and, and move on with the game. Yeah, it's not a challenge. It's if you don't know what to do in enough time, you will waste all your energy, die, start that boss over again with already expelling that crash energy. Right now you're screwed because you can't. Yeah, you get to the point where you're just stuck. That's why save states aren't too much cheating. These games, it's cheating. It's cheating. But uh, that's okay. <laughs> but these games were made to be played longer. Like they wanted to frustrate you, make you start over. Oh man, yeah. So you play the game for a week. When, I mean, in we the played past... Mega Man 2 in a day. Right. You know, a yes. couple hours. Yeah, and that didn't happen through. when I was a child. It no. didn't because we didn't have no. these abilities. But once again, we don't have the time. And I don't know about you, but for me, like when I got a Nintendo game, that was it for probably the year. Birthday and Christmas. Birthday, that was about it. Christmas. That's when you got them. And it's like mom and dad got you one. Maybe grandpa and grandpa got you another. So yeah, what you're you're touching on resonates with me because as a child, you got that one game. So maybe you got Mega Man 2. Yeah. You're playing that for a year. But honestly, as a seven-year-old, there is no way I would have ever saw stage four. No. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I never beat the dragon as a kid. That probably would have been When I was a kid, it. I never could get right. past that dragon because it was so hard. I didn't know Quick Boomerang worked on him. Yeah. And jumping back and forth to dodge his fire was too difficult for my tiny kid fingers. Right, exactly. Or my thumbs, as it were. So I, I have no shame in admitting what we did wow. to get through these games. Stage 5 is the gauntlet. And unlike Mega Man 1, it gives you a little bit of breather. Yeah, it's not spread across four levels. Yeah, and it will also occasionally give you health. When you you got them. health back like every time. Every you time a I robot defeat master. a robot master, I got my health back, which was awesome. You get to pick whichever one you want to go to. You don't know which teleporter in this teleporter room right. is going to take you to which robot master. But the instant they show up on the screen, you can you just pause. You know what weapon to use. And if you do die, you know that, okay, top right goes to Woodman. Top left goes to Metal Man. So then after that, you know who you're getting into. Yeah. So you could preload. Eventually, it would get to the point where it's like, okay, I know this guy's here. He's really hard for me. So I'm going to make sure I do this other one first. Uh-huh. You know, and save save Crash Man for last. Because even with Air Man, he's tough. He could still mess me up if yeah. I'm unlucky and don't do this right. He's a bad dude. And after you get through that teleportation uh, gauntlet, you fight Dr. Wily in his battleship again. Yeah. It is the same battleship that you saw in Mega Man 1. It behaves very similarly, although it is different. Its shots are different. Its shots are different. Crash, Crash works on the first yeah. half. And then the second one... Quick Man, I think, is what It was Quick use. Man, I think you can use. Or you, yeah. I think I, I don't remember what I used back in the day to beat him, but you can just also probably Mega Buster him if you need sure. to. But it's probably better to use Quick Man on him. Now, here's the big surprise. After you defeat Wily, hey, guess what? It ain't over. Yeah, he runs away. That's a cool twist. You go back to the screen where you see the castle, and now there's another skull area that appears. Yeah. You would think the, the first skull was the end, but... No, there's a second one. Very, very short stage. You just have to uh, get past these, like, drips from yeah, the ceiling. It's, it's neat, though, thematically, that when you finish it, the first stage, the next level starts, and it's just a pit. Yeah. And you can see the path. It just goes way down beneath Wiley's castle. And you just fall and fall and fall and fall for, like, three, four screens. Right. And then you get past these drips that were very reminiscent of a Castlevania, maybe. A Castlevania game. It's like an acid-type enemy. Um, it doesn't move. It just drips. You got to take your time, walk past it, because... They will hit you for a third of your health. Yeah. 
So you get hit three times, you, you're done. Yeah. So you don't want to lose any health because the next boss, while it does have a weakness, it, it's not like you're just going to cheese the boss and no. it's over. No. One of the coolest things about this game, and I really wish I got here as a kid, mm. because you enter a room and there's Wily and he jumps up out of his ship. You love he, this animation. I love that animation. Yeah, yeah. I love the pose of him in the air with I got sick of that stretch. animation like on the eighth death. No, I, was like, I I'm love done his with coat it. flying in the air. Like it's the most badass Wily has ever looked. And then he morphs into an alien. Yeah, it's not like he pulls off a mask. He physically, like, anamorphs. But it's not an animal. He doesn't turn into a cheetah and solve crimes. <laughs> he turns into a, you know, a, His clothes a little and green man. Yeah. Although he's a very big green man. Yeah, he's pretty big. You can kind of see, like, glowing rib cages. You mentioned, obviously, probably inspired by Alien 2. Yeah, kind of xenomorph looking, definitely. Yeah. Which, God, we could do a whole podcast on the influence of Alien on, on video, video games, games in general. Yeah. yeah, it would be insane. He's doing a figure eight or an infinity pattern around the screen. He's floating around. He is hard to hit. His weakness is bubble lead. Nothing else hurts him. Nothing else hurts him. You have to still dodge him and dodge a shot, hit him with the bubble lead, and he dies. And then it's revealed that, well, it wasn't Dr. Wily at all. It was actually this planetarium holographic machine. Yeah, there's a little, like, red diamond floating in the the infinity pattern that we suspect is representative. It's probably just the thing that shoots the energy at you. Sure. And on the ceiling is this very impressively rendered dome. To a point, yeah. It it doesn't, at first, it doesn't look very impressive. It just looks like, you know, a half circle. It looks like a black half circle dome with, like, maybe some shiny marks. But when it shuts off... Keith noticed this for what 10 seconds not maybe? even like five seconds they do this sort of glass refraction sprite work where if the dome was translucent or mirrored either way it's reflecting or showing the background through it and it bends the image as if you were to look at some sort of magnifying glass from afar yeah, or looking at something on a mirrored dome wild yeah it, yeah. it was like no, they didn't need to do that it could have no. been teal it could have and- literally just been a black dome but then when the, the thing fully shuts down the black face away and you're right. and I and it's so impressive yeah it was it was I mean the backgrounds in general it's a huge improvement you know I talked about how they, they built this engine they kept working off this engine there are graphical improvements yeah, Mega Man himself doesn't really improve but like the backgrounds and the parallaxing that yeah. they choose to do with future games well that's what you were even saying about this fight that when you're fighting the alien there's this parallax of space the stars just stars like yeah. flying past you it's super impressive for 1988 on Nintendo yeah and I'm so glad I noticed that dome like I'm so sure. impressed by so you're using bubble lead spent all that time and we're, we're musing why bubble lead why are you using bubbles in space and then Keith came up with this thesis that well it's because it's a water item and you're defeating an electronic device yeah it's a good theory, I think. It works great. And, you get, and then when it shuts down, the Wily jerking off the machines as he <laughs> controls them. Every machine you see him behind, he's just jerking those controls he's back and forth. He's just hammering on those controls yeah. back and forth. I, d- I don't know how it works. So, And then he begs for forgiveness, and you're a dumb robot, so you forgive him. Yeah. And then you walk across the world and through the seasons. Yeah. And a very yeah. beautiful ending. Yeah, you read this whole very verbose explanation of like the philosophy of Mega Man 2 and how it relates to man and... Uh, uh, our con- conscious right because Mega Man's the only robot who actually has an off button that right. he can turn off himself right it doesn't say anywhere in the mythos that he can turn himself on yeah so I'm guessing the idea that's what rolls for <laughs> sister dude oh it is a sister dude. right dude alright alright hey slow down I mean I know it's 2019 why, the, why is Santa Claus was... building robot children yeah I know I know right the, the ending is so good 
Yeah. Because if you think about that concept, he's the only guy who can turn himself off. So he knows when he's not needed. And unlike the end of Mega Man 1, he will not fight for peace anywhere. Right. He's fought for peace. He's won. We get a shot of him walking through the seasons. We get these beautiful cherry blossoms mm-hmm. and everything. And then we get the... He I, takes off his helmet. Dude, I get goosebumps thinking about this end. I'm not... Like, look at my arm Yeah, right he's, he's not lying. I'm there, legit there getting goosebumps, goosebumps thinking about the end of this game. Yeah, yeah. And you just see his empty helmet sitting on a grass hill. And, and it speaks of that. Like, he's turned himself off. Yeah, he's not needed anymore. He's not needed. Which, with before we talked about the whole verbose explanation as far as, like, this philosophy of... You know, I think, therefore, I am, and all that other stuff, which I'm not discrediting. Somebody took the time to write it up, and for the most part, it all made sense as far as the narrative is concerned. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, the 16-page self-cover manual says nothing about this. It's just no. dumping into it. But this little short cinematic at the back end of the, this game, without us reading that, is what it read to us. That yeah. was the narrative. We're like, oh, he's not needed anymore. That is kind of like ambivalent, I would say. Yeah. It's like a, a sweet and sour type of feeling. Yeah, like totally. It's like, I completed something. But does Mega Man have a purpose in a world that only, ha- you know, is peaceful? Yeah. yeah, does he just go back to being a housekeeping robot? Right. Uh, unlike Mega Man 1, where it was like, you have to keep fighting because there's still things that need to be right. In Mega Man 2, it's like, no, you've achieved it. Peace is here. So, yeah, it, it was cool. It, it's, it's so it's, cool. It, especially for a game with such limited ability to present a narrative like that. You know, there was a lot of games on the Nintendo that presented narrative, but they were mostly in the RPG genre or in the point-and-click genre where you could have a lot of text. It, was, it relied heavily on text. And one of the things about, you know, film is show, don't tell. Yeah. So video games, especially in, you know, 88, 89, 90, they're still even trying to figure out what kind of genres there are within this construct. And to tell a narrative like that and be able to convey that, again, I go back to, I didn't read that stuff. I just watched this little movie at the end. I'm like, oh, I get it. You know, I, he's not needed anymore. That's kind of sad. It's amazing. So it's, it was cool. It was, it was definitely it's, cool. It's I can see why you really dig the game, why a lot of people consider it the best. Where we'd rank... Mega Man 2 in our uh, master list of best Mega Man games of all time as far as what we've played so far. Right. Well, I'm really sorry to disappoint anyone out there who likes Mega Man 1, but I think Mega Man 2 is now number one. I will agree with you, yes. And Mega Man 1 is now number Number two two, on our list of the best Mega Mega Man Man games games of all time time that we've played so far. That we've played so far. For this podcast. That fall within the original series. Exactly. I don't know if it's just a very long title or a lot of asterisks and footnotes or whatever, but you get the idea. Yeah. We're ranking them as we go, and as far as uh, Mega Man games are concerned, right now, yes, Mega Man 2 would be number one on our list. With a bullet, or with a power pilot. Oh, no, wait, that's Pac-Man. I always think he looks like he's shooting power pellets, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's dots. It's yeah, just dots. It's just dots. Everything's boxes and dots anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, what was your favorite music track? Metal Man. I said it earlier. Metal Man. I can't I, not I pick like, Metal Man. I like a lot of tracks in this. I like Metal Man, but I'm going to go with Flash Man. You talk so much crap on him! <laughs>
he sucks, but his song is, is rad. I really like his. I like his. Uh, I love that you think he's so lame. He's garbage, but his his, his soundtrack is awesome. So good. What a um, good song. Let's, uh, Keith. Why don't you give us some hot takes from uh, the '80s as far as what people were saying about Mega Man Two when it first came out? Thankfully, back in the day, reviews were not uh, paragraphs upon paragraphs <laughs> uh, citing the political implications oh of the game and oh what boy. it's really trying to say. Yeah. This game is rad. You'll love the graphics. Yeah. Uh, we have here from Computer Plus Video Games number 112. Dr. Wily's back and it's down to Mega Man to beat off all of his robotic henchmen. <laughs> Why didn't I read this before? Oh, Tell me God. more about how Dr. Wily's Beating off robots. Oh, God. Oh, Mega Man's beating off the robots. Okay, I'm going to say this is European, and which is why he thought that was okay to say that, that did he way. Equ- did he equip Strongarm for Gutsman before oh, he beat off the uh, henchmen? Okay, we're going to try this again. I, I'll not, I won't laugh, I promise. Dr. Wily's back, and it's down to Mega Man to defeat all of his robotic henchmen. That's all he had to do. Blag their, blag their weapons? Is that a British term? It must be some slang. Like Like grabbing, stealing. Yeah, or uh, choir. Beat off all his robotic henchmen, blag their weapons, and make his way to Wily's castle for the final confrontation. This platform masterpiece is only beaten by the Mario series for sheer brilliance and ranks as a totally fantastic and highly addictive game. Buy it as soon as you can. You won't be disappointed. All right. And what do they rank it? Like, did they give it a grade level, A through D or something like that? Or 10 out of 10? They they, they gave it 95% out oh, of 100%. Yeah. That's what Europeans do. They, they do that 100% scale. Is that something with the metric system? Because they like no. everything to be in sets of 10s and 100s? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Give, it, give us another hot take from the era. Oh, here we have from Electronic Gaming Monthly oh, number I remember two. That. Number two. Just Number like Mega two. Man 2. Exactly. Rip, by the way. A worthy successor to the original Mega Man. This one is better than its predecessor in several ways. It's harder. You suck at video games. <laughs> uh, the castle is more difficult, and Wily is back with more dangers and more lands than before. The power-ups, difficulty select, and password make this a great game. Super tunes also. Super tunes, dude. And that was by Ed. What did he rank it? He gave it an 8 out, 8 of, 10. out of 10. I disagree. This is a 10 out of 10. Ah, I don't know if I give it 10 out of 10. 9 out of 10 at least. I give it a 9 out Especially of 10. Especially for the era, yes. Without a doubt. Yeah. I, I would give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, it's an amazing, cool, cool, perfect cool. game. We went off the jumping point of Mega Man 1, mm-hmm. but now we're in the water. We're in the deep end. Yeah. This is going to be Mega Man moving forward. This is what people would recognize a Mega Man game to be. Yeah. And so Mega Man 1 was the uh, the foundation, right? This would be the first level of the skyscraper. Now we're just going up. The subsequent floors, we'll see if they're yeah, worth visiting I, or I, not. I, I'm seeming to remember why in my research I've seen a lot of people hating on Mega Man 5. Uh-huh. I think that's the one with alternate paths that literally lead to fake robot masters. Oh, boy. Can't wait for that. Yeah. I will be reading uh, strategies oh, to do that because I might to waste sh- my time. We're going to end up stratting on that. I'll I give- still got to draw a design for this thing. <laughs> right? You've got to do all the drawing. Maybe I- I'll just play the game. You no, no, the no. I will play it. Yeah. I will say this. If you haven't voted for the next round of robot masters, please do so. That poll is up. Select which of these robot masters from Mega Man 2 will appear on the shirt. Maybe you want Woodman on there. Maybe you want Crash Man. I'm sure a lot of people will want Crash Man on there. He's got a cool design. The Flash Man probably is not going to be voted on, I imagine, but he'll be on the poll. Yeah. Maybe you're an Air Man fan. Have your voice heard if you are a member of the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club. Vote in that poll before it closes. 
Uh, you have a month to do it now that the, this show is up. Make your voice heard, and that's going to be the next addition to the 20 double X design. Yeah, and if Featuring you, all the Mega Mans that we're talking about. Yeah, and if you're listening the, to this on the free release... Oh, you're, yeah. You're, you're too late to vote, probably. There's probably something else up on there that you can vote on, so make sure you go on over to OneRadT.com and join the Hot-Blooded Challenger Club for as little as $1 a month. Yeah, but if you want that t-shirt, you gotta do three a month. That's right. O-N-E-R-A-D-T-E-E dot C-O-M. Speaking of our members, uh, Keith, you want to read some of these responses in regard to Mega Man 2 from uh, our members over at OneRadT.com? Definitely. Uh, this one comes from our friend... Nico Bun. He says, Mega Man 2 was my first Mega Man and probably the only one I've beaten of my own accord more than once. Besides the Legend side series. We uh-huh. won't be getting into that, Nico. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I remember being confused by the different robot masters being shown in the Captain N Video Olympics episode and dreading playing the first game because of the scenes in that episode with that huge Cyclops stompy robot. He's talking about Yellow Devil, I think. Either that or big eyes. I don't know. We're not. For, I'm not familiar with that episode of Captain N, but it is something we're going to visit. We need to visit that for the special episode. Yeah, we'll be watching some Captain N. We'll be watching some of the Mega Man animated series that came after that. We'll talk about the Tiger Electronic game, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so there'll be a little bit of Mega weirdness. Yeah, and there's a Mega Man game we've never even known existed we came oh, across. Yeah, so we're gonna we'll, we'll try to talk a little bit about that, yeah. too. Uh, maybe we can find a way to play it. Does anyone speak Japanese? Come help us. Yeah. But, um... From Jeremy uh, Palmentier, he writes, My brother and I had Mega Man early on. So this is the first Mega Man. Right, right, right. I'm not quite sure how we picked it up because other than a tiny picture in the back of the official Nintendo Player's Guide, there wasn't a lot of push on Mega Man. That's true. I don't remember... As a kid, hearing about Mega Man at all two until was the one I heard about. two or three yeah. uh, came out. And the box art certainly didn't sell us. <laughs> I don't think it sold anybody. Uh, still, we had it and loved this hard little game where you could fight levels in any order. Technically, yes, you could fight it, fight the bosses in any order, although the game definitely wants you to do it in yeah, a certain if order. if you're good enough. Yeah, and beat bosses to take their weapons. Uh, once Mega Man 2 showed up, with full-length coverage in Nintendo Power and everyone came out, we couldn't help but feel like we were ahead of the trend. That's true. You know, if you were an early adopter, you already knew what was up. It, it definitely was a sleeper, Mega Man. And Mega Man 2, I remember just the playground rumblings of like, there's a game and you can get the powers from the guys and once you have the powers, you can defeat other guys and that type of thing. And then everybody was like, well, where's the first Mega Man? And, that, you know, people seeking it out. Mega Man 2 and 3 are the best in the series. Everybody seems to agree with that. Yeah. We've talked about that. And tragically, we lost interest in the games, starting with 4 at the time. But after annual Mega Man releases slowed down, and I started going back to the NES when it was considered retro, I've now finished every game in the main series except 7, which I still have on one of the collections and should really attempt again. Yeah, I, I skipped 7 as well. Well, you know, my first Mega Man is the one that's coming up is Mega Man 3. And like I've admitted, I wasn't a huge Mega Man fan, but it was definitely like a game that was one of the top tier titles you want to play. For sure. So I had 3, played X, played X2. I played a little bit of 2, a little bit of 1 at other people's house. And then I jump all the way to 8. Wow. Yeah, like I did not play a lot of Mega Man. And then when 9 and 10 came out, there was this big hype about it. And I'm like, I want to play these games. Never finished them. I played 
played like a little bit of this boss, a little bit of that boss, and then I forgot about them. Yeah. So this is a great opportunity for uh, me to have a purpose to go through this series. Yeah. And again, I'm just I'm really hoping it's not something where I'm going to get uh, hateful of it as I, I go. Maybe I'm sure five. some of the games I'm not going to enjoy. I think five's going to be the one. Jeremy continues, the series as a whole has earned its place as some of the best NES era games, and I will gladly play any more that Capcom spits out every five years or so when it feels like being nostalgic. Well, we'll talk about that later on in regard to later releases and then these weird gaps that happen when we get up to those games. Uh, I want to thank uh, Nico Bun for writing in, as well as uh, Jeremy Palmatier. Uh, if you are a big fan of retro games, I strongly recommend Jeremy's podcast, Retrovaniacs. Go seek them out. Uh, Billy Holiday, Jeremy Gregory, and Jeremy P. They're great guys. They're hilarious. And they play the games. Can yeah. you imagine Can that? Can you imagine? They play the games. They, cover. they don't just go on the mic and read a Wikipedia article. When they- did gonzo journalism become the right thing to do i <laughs> know these dudes actually play the games that they talk about they have a lot of good insight they also have different tastes which is good. really between the two of them yeah like they all agree for the most part on like a good game like they'll all recognize a good game but they have different tastes in, as far as like what genres they like what consoles they like it's a good dynamic i strongly recommend the show they also have a patreon i back them on patreon because i think they're putting out a great product and i guess if jeremy's uh, over here commenting and using yeah, it, his it's... get equipped pulpit right then uh it comes around, goes around. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, well, yeah. thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, uh, Nico Bun. Please, uh, if you haven't participated, uh, give you feedback. We'll, we'll have more of these opportunities for you to give your feelings on future Mega Man titles. I guess that's it for this month. Yeah, I'm sad it's over, though. Yeah, well, there, more is on the way. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I actually got to say, I know I've always said Mega Man 2 is my one. It's the one I played the most. Mm-hmm. I have a story of how I played Mega Man 3. Oh, okay. Which we'll talk about next episode. It's, it's kind of like a, a moment in my life of when I played Mega Man 3. Great, okay, yeah, good. Yeah, it's kind of uh, neat. Look, Nothing, look, don't expect anything crazy, but it is. And it, that's how Keith lost his virginity. Yeah, well, you know. It's a hard man. <laughs> oh, no, hard man was in the background at the time. Yeah, just in the background. <laughs> well, hey, Keith, thank you for helping out with the Hot Blood Challenges Club and the podcast. And thank you for listening. For Keith the Robo Duke, I'm Kyle Von Kubik. We will talk at you again next month with Mega Man 3. Get equipped!